Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And you can email us or send us a voice memo to LockedOnRays at gmail.com. You want to hear your voice heard on the Locked On Rays podcast, you can send us a voice memo under 60 seconds, please. If it's not under 60 seconds, I'll edit it to make it under 60 seconds. I'm just warning you. So if you want to send us a 10-minute voice memo, you can do that. But I'm going to cut that. I'm going to chop that thing up. You're going to be scorsese yeah. it up. I'm going to yeah. chop it up like a butcher yeah. at a meat market. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. So We love we love voice memos because it, you know you get a, a new voice in the show. It, it's, a, I think, a little bit more entertaining yeah. for, for the listener as well. So, yeah, we always will push for voice memos. Yeah. In fact, Kevin. Uh-huh. If you send an email and somebody else sends a voice memo, we give priority to the voice memo. That's true. It's the ranking system. It's the ranking system. Wait, we have rankings to do yes. today. This is our final edition of the ranking system exercise that our bosses have demanded that we do. Yes. Even though uh, the season hasn't started yet, but it's still good to kind of see where uh, teams are at as of right now. So, yeah. We uh, more or less evaluated uh, within the AL East uh, teams, defense, offense, pitching staff, managerial staff. Yeah. And now we put it all together where the team overall ranks in the division. So I did a very easy way of doing this out of the starting rotation, the bullpen, the lineup, the managers and the defensive rankings that I had. Uh huh. I put them all together, lined them up, averaged them out. And then that was their positions. I don't know if you did it the, the same way. Uh, I just um, no, I did not do that. I did <laughs> not put that much work into this thing. I just used my I just uh, Philosophically, okay. Put together my list. Well, Having said that, okay, we might have the same. We I have think same. we're going to have the exact same five, four, three, two, one, and that's happened a couple of times in this uh, scenario. Yeah, series Exercise, that we've done. Yeah, number five. Hang on. Yes, I think we have the same number five. I agree. Sure. I agree. Uh, with four point six as their tally. It is the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, 4.6 out of... Well, that's a thing. Oh, okay. Out of, exactly, yeah, out of five. I, so I you gotcha. averaged them out. Uh, they were mostly ranked five. Outside on, of defense, right? Yes, exactly. So that 4.6 goes to the Baltimore Orioles. So they're on, on my number five spot in the division right now. They are also my number five. Uh, do you think they win 60 games? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Over the course of 162. Uh-huh. Yes. Exactly. So that would, whatever, I guess they would need a winning percentage of whatever that winning percentage is. A winning exactly. percentage on pace for 60 plus wins, you say yes. Yes, correct. I agree. I agree. I don't see them getting any worse than they have. Yeah, it's hard to get worse. And then at some point, you've got to call up Adley Rushman and yeah. DL Hall and Grayson again, Rodriguez. Ryan Mountcastle, good ball player. Yeah, they've got Trey, Trey Mancini, maybe still there. We don't know. 
Austin Hayes, I really like him. Cedric Mullins, career yeah. year. I, they've got they're, some nice pieces. Yes, yeah, they're bad. I mean, the pitching staff. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's, that's uh, another. Story. Yeah. Whoa. But um, yeah, they're 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 not getting worse. They're slowly getting a little bit better. So yes, that's yeah. my number five. Number four. Number four. This might uh, cause some waves in Tampa because of um, Snowbirds, but. I got the New York Yankees being number four right now in the division. If I tally the the, the numbers up, which I did, yeah. New York is at a 3.6. So they were more towards number four than anything else, than any other team in my rankings. Uh-huh. The New York Yankees are number four in the division. They are also my number four as of today, as of right now, yes. which tells me that moves are a coming. Free agent moves are a coming if and when this lockout ends like they they have a a budget set aside for wheeling and dealing because they can't they can't show up to opening day with what they have right now well if they did they would have seven players on the field they have no center fielder they have no shortstop Uh, like i said in the defensive uh you know ranking episode dj lemay who is not a third baseman everyday guyer Right. Uh, who's playing first base? Are they getting back Anthony Rizzo? Is Luke Voigt going to be traded? Are, Gary Sanchez, is that still happening behind the dish, even though your ace doesn't want him in the one and, and, and die game? Too many question marks for me to be uh, playing with the New York Yankees on the top three of the division. They are number four solidly right now yeah. because there are way too many question marks. Question, do they spend the most money in free agency? Once the lockout ends in the AL East, out of all AL East teams. Okay, good for adding the AL East because you know half a billion was thrown by yes. the by the Rangers. I'm just talking AL East teams who spends the most in free agency the rest of the way. It has to be the Yankees. It has to be yeah. because of who they are. And again, they didn't do anything before the lockout uh, started, so they're going to be very active, or they should be yeah. at least. I look at some of the names out there: Carlos Correa. Chris Bryant, Freddie Freeman, Trevor Story, Nick Castellanos, Rizzo, pitching wise, Rudon Pineda, Granky, Yusei Kikuchi. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna pluck two or three guys, I think. Matt Olson could be a guy that they that, yeah, that they, they trade, trade for. for. So yeah, yeah, they're. But right now they're number four. Yeah. So uh, before we move on, you know, something that may help the Yankees kind of yeah. move up. The ranking a little bit, maybe just having all their players just consume built bars left and right. That might be the way to go. You know why that would be very helpful is because they are incredibly healthy, but also delicious. And they're delicious because they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Kevin, you know how much I love mm-hmm. chocolate. Well, built bars are exactly the type of protein bar you want when you want chocolate, real chocolate, and low calorie and high protein. I mean, most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. They are really good for you and good for your taste buds. So today, you go to built.com and you use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, you go to built.com today. Pick any of the incredible flavors that they have. Maybe some mint brownie, maybe some chocolate cookies and cream, maybe some puffs. If you're a, a marshmallow fan, mm-hmm. you go to built.com. You get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. 
Very good. Okay. Uh, the number three overall team in the AL East for 2022 will be your Boston Red Sox are number oh. three on my list. Uh, again, when I aggregated all the rankings that we did, divided them by the number of rankings that we did, they were literally a three, not 3.3, not 2.7. They were three. Yeah. Right on the money. I, I put the, the Red Sox in, in at third place. And not only because I don't really believe in their rotation, because I, I don't. I think there are way really? too many question you marks. Don't, you don't I believe know, in Nadia Valdi? You don't believe in Chris Sale? You don't believe in Tanner Howe? I, I believe that there is ceiling there, but I don't believe in the recent uh, success. And I, can we actually say what Nick Pavetta will be in 2022? Can I think we, he'll be solid. I, can, can we say that about Rich Hill? Can we say that about Michael Walker? Like, just... Chris Sale is Chris Sale, but I mean Tommy John is is a is a very intricate surgery, and I I don't think we should be like oh Chris Sale just could, okay he's a two seventy ERA guy oh coming back he's gonna be like that like that's fair too many question marks for me to 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 like it uh, defensively speaking I talked about it on that episode I think they're on par defensively with the Orioles. At least in those three defensive metrics that I looked at, defensive run saved, outs above average, and defensive war, honestly, they the Orioles were head-to-head with the Red Sox. So there are just a couple yeah. of things that I don't particularly like about the Red Sox. I think they fit perfectly at number three. Uh, the Red Sox are my number two, slightly, slightly ahead of the Blue Jays and – the reason I do this is because of what they did last year. The fact that they have Alex Cora, the fact that they have Heim Bloom, I think they figured some things out. Well, if we're just looking at the roster, pitching staff, offense, defense, like, yeah, they're probably middle of the pack there, but I think they figured out some ways to squeeze a couple more wins here and there. And They've done it before. They've done it. They have that winning experience, playoff experience, World Series experience. The Blue Jays have yet to go through that. I think with the Blue Jays, which, of course, I, I do have a number two. They were at 2.2. I graded them very highly. I mean, the rotation, the best of the division. They're four guys, yes. It's not the deep bit. Well, it's they're, they're they've got the best four that you could ask for. Exactly. I mean, and then if you just make it to the playoffs, which I guess everybody and their mother will make it to the playoffs now that they're expanding it, uh, the Blue Jays are a shoe in. And when you have to win one game, you have now four guys that you can choose from. And then in the divisional series, you have a one, two, three still. And then that fourth guy that that was the best guy to open that wild card game can also a pitch in game four. Like they are a scary lineup too. Right. Defensively, they're not too shabby either. Like you said, they're average. Well, average does play when you have that much firepower. You don't have to have, you know, Nolan Arenado's in every base when you can have Nolan Arenado power at every position. Yeah. And, and when you have the, the the starters that you know, they're not giving up a lot of hits or action. And that's another thing. Too. Exactly. And again, I do like Charlie Montoya there at the helm. I think he's found a good place. I think he has good rapport with his, with his players. His players respect him. They, 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 they like him. They'll actually be playing in one home 
too. That should help. That should just help. Just in Toronto, I think. But who knows? Who knows? So I, I do have them at, at number okay. two. Okay. Uh, what concerns me, and I'm not saying that the Red Sox have the best bullpen of all time, but there's yeah. big question marks about the Blue Jays. And they're nine inning ball games. You're not, you can't have every starter. You can't have Manoa, Barrios, Ryu. Like you can't just expect them. Oh, they're going to go seven and a third every game. Not in 2022. I mean, that, that's not 2022 baseball. But so I, I will that's tell where you I, I think they could be like, man, they're, they're looking really good here. Then you get to the eighth inning and things implode. If the Yankees have that many question marks and we say that they have a war chest put aside when the lockout ends to get some, some pieces, I would be very yeah. surprised that the Jays don't tackle the bullpen because, again, right. we've talked about this. Every other facet of the game, the Jays have it covered and pretty well. The only thing that needs a little bit more help it's that bullpen. So I wouldn't be surprised if they go and get a couple no, of arms there and that would really help them. There's some very good bullpen arms out there. In fact, I mean, there's a lot of really good bullpen arms. In fact, if the Blue Jays were really serious about this thing, which I'm sure they are, maybe they, they go to Colin McHugh and say, hey, we'll give you 25 mil. You just read my mind. I'm like, you know who exactly who could really benefit Colin McHugh financially by going to the Jays? Yeah. And the Jays would really like his his uh, versatility. Yeah, I mean that that would be a really good fit for the Jays right there. Actually, they kind of should do that. They really should. I mean, overpay for Colin McHugh. That would help. If, them. if the Rays paid ten million dollars for Brooks Raley plus an option year, Colin the Jays McHugh, can do it. It it should be you know yeah. the, the market should be uh, thriving for Colin McHugh types out there. So. Yeah. All right. That that leads us to uh, numero uno. Numero uno. Who else but? TBR. The Tampa Bay Rays right now are the number one team on my ranking list. They were at a 1.4, so mostly rated at once. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the big knockoff I gave them was third, finishing third in the lineup uh, yeah. I, I, behind the Red Sox and, and, and the Jays. I, uh, but everything else, though, I mean, head and shoulders above yeah. in defense, managerial, I think that that takes into account. Starting rotation, depth, incredible. Bullpen, incredible. Um, again, the big question mark is that right-handed bat, possibly as a de-ager. Is it going to be a Tommy Pham type? You know, um, That's the biggest question mark I have for this team, but everything else was ranked really highly. Yeah, I agree, and also – the first two series of the year being canceled really helps the race. You're going to open with the Orioles and the athletics instead of Jays and Red Sox and Blue Jays. That's like, that's great. Yeah. Instead of like maybe going, who knows two and four, you go five and one and that's a great start. Yeah. So I like it from that perspective. You mentioned the right-handed bat. I think that's like the one thing. That's the one little need that they have. As of right now, um, question with yeah. that, since you brought it up, uh, do they sign one of these three guys? Okay. Nelson Cruz, Jorge Soler, Tommy Pham for 2022, or do they go elsewhere, either trade or somebody else? I don't know who else, what other right-handed bat they could afford or would be interested in. I think they really liked Nelson and what he brought to the clubhouse. I think they okay. really liked pairing him up. I think Nelson's going to get 
more money or more security from a team that is really desperate. You talked about Colin McHugh being overpaid by the Jays because they really need some in the bullpen. I think there are a lot more teams that need the lineup help that would be giving Nelson the security of the year that he wants, which the race might not be able to When the Universal DH opens up in the National League, that's just going to bring so many more suitors for Nelson Cruz. I wouldn't put Tommy Pham as a 100% no. I think, again, if he falls... Through the cracks, because free agency is going to be a frenzy when yeah. it opens up, guys like Tommy Pham might fall through the cracks and the Rays might be able to get them at a good price or at a good one-year deal. Um, and I, I, would, I would not put that on-base percentage lord of Tommy Pham yeah. uh, as a bad option at all. So all told, um, our rankings are different than Fangraph Zips projections. <laughs> Do you, you think so? Yeah. They yeah. have it, uh, or at least they did, I think, a month ago. Yankees, number one, Blue Jays, two, Rays, three, Red Sox, four, Orioles, five. That's such a slap blank ranking. They just, again, they just put the numbers together and, you know, come up with a formula, you know, Krabby Patty it, and that's what it is. So. You know, I think earlier in this in this week I said, you know, I want traditional stats and analytics to just be, you know, sitting yeah. in a tree, kissing, having a good time. Fangraphs, a little bit more eye test. Now, in fairness... How I, can you... No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, how can you put the Yankees right now at number one? You don't know who their shortstop is. You don't know who their center fielder is. Who the hell is covering first base... Yeah, they what's don't think their, about that. What's their rotation? The like, they yeah. don't think about that. Like, that is so frustrating. And I love fan graphs. I think it's a really great place to learn about the, the game and, and be informed. But that's bogus, man. Yeah. You can't. I mean, how can you wa- watch the whole 2021 season, see the roster, and be like, nope, still number one. That's what the computer yeah. says. Now, I, I don't no. know how much they took strength of schedule into this thing. And I will also, in their defense, there's a game difference between the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Rays. So while I say Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, it's Yankees projected for 90 wins, Blue Jays 89, Rays 88, Red Sox 83, Orioles 64. But again, they weren't they weren't right last year, and I don't think they're going to be right this year unless and, and again this is before they're not even introducing like oh the odds of we're going to throw Carlos Correa on the Yankees like they very well but even then. Let, dude, it's a 12-win drawback from the race. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, question with this, though. I, I lost my train of thought for a second, but I did have a point here. Oh, well. No, I've got I've to come up with this point. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, do you think the standings by the end of the year will somewhat mirror what they were last year in the sense of the maybe not the Yankees as of right now, but when they make additions, if and when they make additions, but the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, they're going to be on pace for 90, 91, 92. They're going to be bottled up, and then the Rays are a couple games ahead, or you're going to have all those four teams. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a grind to the end, or you're going to have, there's going to be one separator. And then how do you see that? Well, I, I, I think that 
this is the best division in baseball. That's number yeah. one. So when we say the Yankees are the fourth, you know, that, that could be an 88 win team. They, exactly. Like this is a really good division. So the fact that you're fourth in something does not mean that you're a bad team. And no, I see this fight within the division very close. Yeah. Again, the Yankees are decimated right now and they don't have actual enough players to field a team right now. Right. So that, that's a lot of question marks. Uh, but so I'm going to take them out of the conversation by saying they're the Yankees. They're going to spend money. They're going to get yes. rebuilt race blue Jays and Red Sox right now, as they are, they are very comparable. I think the race have a edge on them, but that edge could be very simply yeah. taken away with a couple of injuries. And, and that is always a possibility. Unfortunately, uh, I think bet online is going to have to come up with some sort of, prop bet for this i think the they AL should East is going to yeah. unfold um speaking of bet online uh yeah we've told you this before they are the best spot for all your sports scores podcast and news this season and it's not just basketball that they've got deals for BetOnline.net is your source for hockey boxing ufc odds right up to the olympic coverage and information so be sure to head over to their website today or use that mobile device of yours to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. All right, Ulysses, uh, we had baseball trivia last week. Yeah. This week, we have named that war action. Okay. And my player, my player for you. Okay. Uh, I think he, now he didn't play in the National League for his entire career, but mostly a National League player. Oh, boy. An outfielder. And I'm just going to give a little hint here, an underrated outfielder. Okay. When all is said and done. Brian Giles. What is Brian Giles' career? <laughs> or, according to baseball reference. That's stupid. <laughs> Oh my God, Brian Giles! I haven't heard of him in forever. Brian Giles. Uh, okay, let's do some math, people. Let's do some math. Do some math. So I'm gonna say he played around 15 years. Okay. Five years, which were quality. So that gives me 15, that gives me 10 times 2, that's 20, that'd be a 35, 4, but 32 war. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer. How many all-star appearances do you think he made? Um, Three. You're very close. He made two all-star appearances. Okay. I'm just bringing up some context. Cool, here. cool, cool, cool. Two-time all-star. And again, he played for Cleveland. He played for Pittsburgh. He played for San Diego. That's why he doesn't get the respect he deserves because his career war is, you're not going to believe this. Okay. 51.1. Wow. I own under, I had 35 and I went 32. Yeah. I underrated him. Wow, 51. Give me give me the slash line. Yeah, 15-year uh, career. You were right on that. His slash line, career slash line, 291 batting average. Okay. 400 on-base percentage, 502 slug, 902 OPS, 137 OPS plus. 
for his career. He never struck out more than 80 times in a season. He was an unbelievable ball player. And he had, I mean, how Fangraphs did an article on him not too long ago. He basically had a better career than Don Mattingly. How many home runs did he uh, have? Do you have that? 287. 287 home runs, 411 doubles, 55 triples. So he had, there was a stretch where he had 39 home runs, then 35, then 37, then 38. And then he, for the most part, kind of hovered around the 17 to 23 mark. But he had a a four-year run there where he was uh, bopping them out of there. But Very interesting. And, you know, the Padres, that, the, was it Petco Park, you think, by, by then? But but if it was, yeah. that's a very big park. Right. Um, maybe Which makes sense why he'd get 40 doubles yeah. and only 12 home runs. Uh-huh. No, that's, that's very interesting. Wow, Brian Giles, very, very underrated. Yeah. 51 war. You never hear about him. Never ever hear about Brian Giles. 291 average, 400 on base, 500 something slug, and 505. I mean, it's kind of the Bobby Abreu effect. Yes, yes, exactly. No, this is 109 stolen bases for his career, too. 100, exact. So, you know, fleet of foot. Yeah. Very, very nice. Did you did that uh, article that you read? It it piqued my interest. Yes. And I figured I would would flip it to you. And uh, I don't think he got a single Hall of Fame vote when he was on the ballot. Well, not a know, single one. After that career, that's why the Hall of Fame is incredibly flawed right now. The voting because uh, we're just going for big yeah. markets, and you know, people that do steroids are okay if they smile and they have loud personalities. Then, yeah, then it's okay. It's kind of funny because. Uh, but a guy who is a two-time Cy Young winner and in three years and was stolen the third one in the middle of those years by Bartolo Colon, even though he was doing steroids. Uh, yeah, then Johan Santana doesn't get any love at all. Um, you're flawed. No, I'm, Hall of Fame I'm right voting. there with you, buddy. I'm right there with you. Uh, it's funny because I look at because growing up, I would play with different teams on the video games and I would like pick out Pittsburgh because they would they had a couple players Jason Kendall I was intrigued by Jason Kendall I was intrigued by Brian Giles and I was intrigued by Ramos Ramirez oh yeah and then I think it was after Pedro Alvarez you remember him yeah but he wasn't I never really cared all that much about him Jason Bay Jason Bay yeah I was I was into that too so uh, there it is. Brian Giles. Learn something new every day. The trade that could have happened. The J- Jason Bay trade in 08, was it? Uh, yeah. For the Rays. It was uh, like two ships passing in the night. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Well, hope you all enjoyed that and enjoyed our shows this week. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Rays podcast and making it your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast. I should also note the Locked on MLB prospects podcast is also a pretty darn good listen as well. So check that out if and when you have time. Hope it's, you- it's, uh, it's got a new host, by the way. It does. Lindsey Crosby, who is really knowledgeable, knowledgeable about prospects and CBA negotiations, too. He knows his stuff. So um, thank you again. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week.